You are listening to The Epic Podcast, the show for Maverick women entrepreneurs who are ready to kick the status quo to the curb like last year's Louboutins, elevate their brands, and create market-disrupting businesses. I am your host, Kelly O'Neill, and it's time to get epic, ladies. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to the first episode of The Epic Podcast. I am tickled pink to bring you this episode because it is a subject that I am so incredibly passionate about. Uh, During this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about what it really means to be epic. And I'm going to talk to you about really the opposite of what epic looks like and how we get ourselves into that place. I'm going to also be sharing with you the three-step kind of philosophy or the path to how you choose Epic, your journey to become Epic, and how you keep yourself in that place. This, I hope, is going to be an eye-opening episode for those of you who have lost sight of living your most epic life and having your most epic business. And I'm excited to hear what you guys think of this and what your epiphanies are at the end of the episode. So let's dive in. I want to welcome you to the very first episode of the Epic Podcast. I am absolutely thrilled to be here with you today. This is a topic that I have been talking about with my business strategy clients for 20 years. And it's really come to this culmination, especially after the pandemic of really taking on more of a movement and bringing this concept to a wider spread audience. So I am thrilled to have you here. I hope that you enjoy it and that you get a lot of value out of what I am sharing. So this podcast is for those of you who, like me, want their cake and to eat it too. My personal mission in life is simply to live from a place of choice and to be at choice in every moment in the type of life I want, the type of business I want, the life experience that I want, the quality of relationships that I want. It's really to understand that I'm living my life from a place of choice, not should have, must do, you know, under someone else's guidance of what they think that my life should be like, or they think my business should be like. It is really to simply live life from a place of choice. And even in working with my business strategy clients over the last 20 years, this has been a core piece of what differentiates the strategy that I do from other other individuals where I don't just do business strategy for the sake of the business. Because in my world, your business should fulfill your life, right? I don't live to work. I love my work. I love the work that I do in the world, but I don't live to work. I work so that I can have the fullest expression of my life. And part of that for me is being aligned with work that I love to do, but also it's about having the freedom in my life financially and time-wise for me to have the life that I choose because we are on this planet for a very short amount of time and I want to make the most of it. And if that's you, then you are in the right place. So I want to talk a little bit about this concept of what I mean when I say epic, 
what does an epic business look like? What does an epic life look like? So epic really means surpassing the the usual or ordinary, particularly in scope or size. Or it could also mean heroic and impressive in quality. Epic is where we separate from the masses because the majority of the masses are in a frame of mediocrity. And I'm going to tell you how we all got there because it's not necessarily because we chose that. It's because that's what we've been conditioned for. And this initial podcast episode is that wake-up call from mediocrity because oftentimes we don't even realize that that is how we are living. Most people don't realize that they're living a ordinary, mediocre life, and they don't even realize that they have a choice to get out. We're going to address that today. And my hope for you is by the end of this episode that you are making that choice for yourself as well. And some light bulbs have gone off about the kind of life and business that you currently have and how you can up-level that to epic status if that's your choice. So being epic is initially a journey. And then it's a choice that you make every day. It's not like something that just happens overnight. It is something that you have to make a choice of every single day of your life and of your business because it is so easy to fall back into those patterns because we've been conditioned to them for years. In a future episode, I'm actually going to be sharing my entire journey of how I chose Epic and how I keep myself in that zone on a daily basis as the CEO of my company and as the CEO of my life. But today, I want to talk about what that can look like for you. So I believe that in order to choose Epic, you have to understand the path of mediocrity and how we got where we are right now. So our society indoctrinates us into mediocrity. It's an indoctrination into mediocrity. And again, like I said, most people don't even know that that's the way they're living. And if you don't keep it in check, it's very easy to get back into that zone, which is why part of what I teach my clients and what I'm going to teach you today is how to keep yourself in that zone of epic. And it it requires discipline. So I'm going to be sharing that with you. We are indoctrinated into mediocrity and it starts with our authority figures, right? Our parents, our grandparents, our babysitters, Um, you know, even, even when we're young and we're going to school and then we start to listen to the media or social media and at work, everyone has an idea of what is socially acceptable. And there's a couple different, you know, I could go deep into the psychology of this, but I'm not a psychologist. I'll have a psychologist on the show, but the the way that this happens is, you know, I want to present a couple of thoughts to you. So first of all, there's this, this idea of, you know, someone was, once asked me, do you know how you kill a frog? And I was like, no. And, and I've personally experienced this in my life. The way to kill a frog is that you put it in a pot of lukewarm water and you slowly turn up the heat until they just pass. That's a little morbid. But the thing is, is that frogs are smart. So if you all of a sudden throw a frog into scalding hot water, what's going to happen? It's going to immediately 
leap out. Well, that's essentially what's happened to us is that many of us, and, and if you're like me, you know, I came into this world fiery, you know, I've never been quote unquote normal. And I don't think that's a bad thing, but then you get indoctrinated into this belief system, you know, sometimes as children of, you know, this is how you're supposed to behave and, you know, don't be bossy, which really means don't be a leader. And we get all of these messages throughout our school and like, this is what's socially acceptable and children are meant to be seen, not heard. And the next thing you know, our entire life becomes about conforming to social norms. And even those of us who are entrepreneurs who are like, yeah, I am stepping out of the box. Like, forget it. I'm stepping out of the box and I'm going to, I'm going to challenge the, the, the status quo. What ends up happening is we can oftentimes be put, we put ourselves back into the box because of this philosophy called the, the, like, it's, it's like, the crab syndrome. You know, if you put a bunch of crabs into a container and the ones that are trying to get out, the other crabs will pull them back down. They're like, no, you're not getting out. Right. And that's kind of what society does. And then we also do it to ourselves because we're, we're, you know, we have these thoughts and we have these beliefs and we have these things that we're like, this isn't right. Like, this is some bullshit. What's going on? You know, I don't, I don't like the way this is going. I don't like the way that this is, you know, I don't like what's being said in my industry. I don't like what's being said in my life. I don't like the way that people are telling me that this is how I should be, but that because they're pulling you back down to the mediocrity, like they don't want people to escape the mediocrity because then it requires them to look at themselves. And so we often will put ourselves back into a box because we'll say something and maybe it's not popular or maybe we don't get the approval we desire from our friends or our family or from our peer groups. And then we start to dampen our own voices and our own journey. And before we know it, just like the frog, we're living back inside the box. So there's so many reasons that we end up in this mediocrity. Number one, it is natural for us as human beings to seek love and approval, especially from those people that we care about around us. And again, society is constantly conditioning us to mediocrity and limitations and conditioning us out of thinking and conditioning us out of, you know, being outliers to whatever the social norms are in our businesses, in our lives, in our families. And so we're conditioning to those constructs. And then it becomes a game of, you know, life becomes a game of how much can you tolerate until the suffering gets so bad that you're like, fuck this. I'm not doing this anymore. But that's really not a way to live. And so this is the opportunity for us to really take a look at what are we tolerating? And are we at a place of choice? And that's the big question that I'm asking you. One of the questions that someone asked me once when I was in a pivotal moment in my life, and I did I did not like the way most anything was going. My family life was shit. My business was shit. My health was shit. I was extremely overweight. My stress was shit. I had a ton of shitty relationships. And I was literally burning myself into the ground trying to create things that I didn't even want. And I remember um, a good friend of mine saying this to me, how much life 
are you willing to trade for this? And boy, did that wake me up. Boy, did that wake me up because I realized like, is this the life I really want to live? Is this the business that I really want? Am I at a place of choice or am I building things because that's what I think I should want? That's what I think that other people want for me. That's what's acceptable to the people around me. Am I living at a place of choice? And when I started to look at all of the different areas of my life, when I started to look at, again, my relationships, I was tolerating so many shenanigans. When I was looking at my business, I was tolerating all sorts of stuff. I mean, I was steeping in the land of tolerating things that I didn't like. So the first thing that I had to do, I had to really create a full life analysis of looking at those key areas of my life, my social life, my health, my wealth, my business, you know, slash career, um, my romantic relationship, my social relationships, my home. What was I tolerating? And is that the life that I really wanted? Was the way that I was making choices giving me the life that I really ultimately desire? And I realized that literally I was just tolerating an extensive amount of stuff day to day until again, I would get to a point where one area of my life, the suffering got so bad that I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I would just break. And that's when I would create the change. My invitation to you is to really sit down and look at where do you want to go? Because Epic is individualistic. I'm going to say that again. Being epic is individualistic. Your epic is not going to look like my epic. And my epic is not going to look like someone else's epic. And that requires for you to sit back and really think about, like, if you take off all the noise, like if you were to completely blow up your life and business as it is right now, and like everything is wiped clean, what would you really create? What does your home look like? What does you, you know, and look, here's the thing. I I remember thinking back to this time when I was building my business and I thought that in order to matter, to be successful, I had to create this multi seven figure business with like an empire of human beings in it. And, you know, I needed the mansion with like the, the helipad. And I really thought that that's what I wanted. And the truth is like, that's really not what I want. And, you know, part of that probably is also because I'm older now. I'm 49 as I'm recording this and my, my life has changed. That's really not what I want. But, you know, what kind of, what kind of life do you want? What kind of business do you want? What do you want it to feel like on a daily basis? What do you want your finances to look like? I'm not the person. I don't want an empire anymore. I want freedom. I want to do the work I want to do with the people that I want to do it. And I know exactly what that looks like for me. And I know exactly what I want my company to feel like. And I know exactly how much money that I want it to earn at a base minimum so that I can have the life that I want, so that I can live at a place of choice, so that I can spend time with my loved ones, which by the way, are all hand-selected and chosen because I just don't keep people in my life that don't contribute to my epic. And, you know, that allow me to spend time with people I love doing the things that matter to me, having a lot of time to play. I have a boat. I love to be on the water. I love to go glamping. I love to be with my puppies. It's my life is set up about me having the most epic quality of life humanly possible for me, for me. 
So you have to know what that looks like for you on, again, a personal level, in every avenue of your life, on a financial level, on every avenue, personal and business, and on a business level. And you've got to sit down and you've got to get really clear with yourself about exactly what that is. Because until we know that and then compare it to what's going on right now, when you all of a sudden have the most crystal clear vision of what that is, and then you look at what's going on right now, now all of a sudden you're like, oh, what am I tolerating? What are the things that are not in alignment with the epic that I want to create? And that is where we create the strategy, right? It's that epiphany of, I call it my fuck that moments, where all of a sudden I'm like, fuck that. I'm not tolerating that anymore. I'm not tolerating that anymore. Like I will not live in a place of toleration. So what is it that I'm tolerating? What is it that I want? What am I tolerating? And what's the plan? And that's where we start the the path of how you're going to get there, right? So that clarity, that soul searching, and really identifying what your fuck that moments are. The price of epicness is discipline. And the cost of living that mediocrity is disappointment, right? It's not being able to achieve that fullness of the fulfillment that you desire. And once you have that clarity and you understand like the disparity of the life and business you want and the life that you have and the business you have right now, then it's trying to create the strategy. And that, that's a three-part strategy and plan. So the first part is you've got to adapt that epic mindset. You've got to think epic. You have to adopt the core values, traits, and beliefs of an epic CEO, both in your life and your business. And that's a lot of what we're going to be talking about in the course of this podcast is how do you raise yourself to that level of like, I will not accept anything less than epic. And how does someone, especially if we've been conditioned to mediocrity our whole life, we know how to think mediocre. We know what the core traits, values, and beliefs are of someone who's having an ordinary or mediocre life. But what does it look like when we adopt that mindset of the epic CEO? The next step is we've got to have an an epic execution. You need to act epic, right? And that is a daily thing. And again, this goes back to discipline. When you're so used to doing it one way, it is very easy to go back down that rabbit hole. It's very easy to all of a sudden look up a month later, you know, as you've made a commitment to the epic life, it's really easy to go back to the way that we've always done things. So it's a constant discipline of being able to keep yourself in that space and eliminating toleration. One of of the examples I use when I'm teaching this concept is the idea of cleaning out your closet. And ladies, you know what I'm talking about. All of a sudden, we decide to do a massive closet clean out and we go into our closet and it is a shit show. And when we go in there, and especially if you've read... um, uh, Marie Kondo's uh, The Magic Art of Tidying Up, you know that she says, like, does it spark joy? And as you go through your closet, you start looking at your wardrobe and you're all of a sudden like, this does not even, like, this is not who I want to become, right? So first you have to be like, 
what does my wardrobe say? Like, what do I want my wardrobe to say about like, what kind of wardrobe do I want? What do I want it to say about me? How do I want to feel in my clothes? How do I want to, how do I want to look? How do I, what, what is, what is it that, that I want to present to the world? And what do I want to stand for in my life? And then all of a sudden you look at your closet and you're like, okay, half of this stuff doesn't fit. Half of it's from the eighties. This is stained. This is torn, you know? And frankly, like I hung on to this, but I haven't worn it in six years. And all of a sudden you're like, if you're really going on that and you're sparking joy, you're going to start letting go of a lot of stuff. Right. And then what happens is at the end of it, you have this perfectly curated closet of all of the things that spark joy. That's epic, right? Like that's epic. But then what happens, right? And, you know, I, I know that like, I did a massive, complete house overhaul the end of last, uh, at the end of uh, 2021. And I hired in organizers who came in and like everything out of play. It's like, it literally looked like something out of a magazine. But then as you're living and you get busy and things happen and maybe you get sidetracked. We kind of go back to our old habits. And then all of a sudden, six months later, we look in our closet and we're like, oh, you know, nothing is color coordinated anymore. Nothing is put in the right places. Now I've got more things that are stained and torn. And, you know, I've got a pile on the floor. And all of a sudden we're like, oops, we tolerate it again. And so then you've got to make the decision to go back in and clean it up right? So this is about discipline. And this is about doing this in all areas of our life. And this is why the third piece of creating that epic is so important. And that is epic self-care. And this is the first thing that we as driven professionals let fall off the plate. You've got to embody epic and you've got to adopt a self-care practice that keeps you in the epic zone and out of mediocrity. So in the example of the closet, one of the things that I do to keep myself in the zone is my organizers come back on a quarterly basis. I also have my personal assistant who helps keep things in epic order. That's part of how I self-care to keep my home in a place of that epic standard. But we have to do that in all of the areas of our life. And so that might require that you need extra support. You know, maybe you need a personal trainer or maybe you need, you know, a wealth coach or maybe you need a business strategist. You know, maybe you need um, a spiritual advisor. Maybe it's also just about like getting to the gym every day, giving yourself time to read, giving yourself that time and space so that you don't become the frog in the pot. You don't want to be the frog in the pot. And in order to do that, we have to be intentional because the price of epicness is discipline. And the cost of not doing that is the mediocrity and the disappointment and living in tolerations. So today is your opportunity to really think about that and to choose epic. Again, I want to remind you what I said at the beginning of this podcast. Epic is initially, it's a choice. And then it's a journey to get into that epic spot. And then it's a choice you make every single day to be epic. I'd love to know your thoughts on what you think about this. Reach out to me on social media and let's connect. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Epic Podcast. And if you did, please share this show with other amazing women entrepreneurs and leave us a review so that we can reach more women who are ready to get epic. 
Be sure to tune in each Tuesday for a new episode. I love to get connected with my listeners and see what awesomeness you are up to. So if you'd like to get on the insider's track, subscribe now to my VIP list where you can text with me directly, receive exclusive content not available to the public and get epic behind the scenes information and resources to up-level your game. Subscribe now at connectwithkelly.com.